Welcome to the Garden Life Marriage Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Jacqueline. And today we'll be discussing money matters. Money, 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 money. Money matters. It does matter. It matters a lot, especially in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It took us a while to get on the same page. Now tell me about all of your frivolous spending. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> tell me about your relationship with money. <laughs> so if you don't you, forget about the coupons. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <Go ahead>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, if you've seen our how how we relate to others or how we were raised episode, then you know that uh, I was raised with not a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, and so that really impacted me as an adult because. It's very weird. I'm a saver, but I also spend when I like think something is like the last of it. So it's it's weird because I like to have money on me at all times. I don't care if it's five dollars. I need to have money on yeah, me. Usually about five, between five and twenty. Yes, I could. I, I, if I walk around with no money, I'm just not. It's not, not a good day. Camper. No, I am not. So I need to have money on me. Um, I need to have something in the savings account, but at the same time, I need the ability to spend. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because that's how I've related to money growing up. We didn't have a lot. So when we did come by it, it didn't last long. Um, there were really no money principles in our household except for just tithe. So that's how I relate to money. Yeah, and I can agree with some of that. I do definitely recall the tithing piece, but I don't recall an actual, you could almost say a teaching or a training, the way you would train a child. Hey, we save this much, we yeah. save this much, we spend this much, we tithe this much, we give this much, percentage-wise, what we do more now with our kids. and Right. I mean, our kids have definitely... <sighs> They're far beyond where we were growing up because, mm-hmm. I mean, if I give, I see our youngest tribe member is probably five. And even he knows when he receives money, you give 10 percent, you save 10 percent, you invest 10 percent, you spend the 70 percent. And it's like, man, to learn those fundamentals at such an early age is. Yeah, it plays big dividends. Yeah. Uh, later on, especially when we're trying to get on the same page for any of these larger purchases. Yeah, yeah. I think I finally came around to realizing that money was not a scarcity. I think when we were in Ohio Mm -hmm. and we were going through our broke broke stage phase and um, one of my biggest fears was going broke, like to have nothing. That was like my biggest fear. And um, I remember we had gotten there. There was like no money in the bank account. We didn't have our own place. <laughs> we 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 had, you know, our youngest son. We didn't have jobs and we were broke. And I just remember that moment of, okay, I'm here now. It's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. So now let's start building to recover. And um so for me, I think once once I got rid of that fear. It was okay for me if you didn't want to save as much as I wanted to save previously or, you know, invest and do different things. Yeah. And for me, I look at it because I know a lot of people look at money in different ways. It's different things for different people. And I say yeah. for me, it's 
it just it gives you options, and it's often like a security or a safety blanket. I think and for so, me, it's more security. I think for you, it's more options. It could be. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. Now, even this, in terms of getting on uh, the same page. I mean, it took. It, I mean, it took a while. Like I think for us right now, our same page is to get out of debt. But even in the way that we are going about it is different because I need flexibility. Mm-hmm. Because although I'm a saver, I am also I like to spend when I like to spend. And so, like a year ago, you purchased your car. Um, we needed to purchase a car, so it wasn't like we were just frivolously spending. He needed to purchase a car. He purchased a car. And we both went into it saying, okay, we're still working to get out of debt. So let's make sure that we try to pay this car off in a year so that we don't, you know, fall behind on what our goal is. For me, a year is a long time. I need, I need something in between to keep me motivated. So a little benchmark. Yeah. And see, for me, it's something as simple as just watching the balance go down. Yeah, that's your it's reward. Easy for me to, you know, you know, get the paycheck, pay a car note. Yeah. Get the paycheck, pay a car note. And yeah, that is I literally reward, think you could you could just do down. that the whole time. Just put the money on the bill, put the money on the bill, but that's not how I'm wired. I know. That's not. So I said, your reward is watching the balance go down. My reward is booking a cruise. On the book a cruise, right? That's now. that's how I like. Right in the middle of our debt elimination. But it it worked out because we paid off the car Mm -hmm. and we got a cruise. On the way. We'll see. On the way. We'll see. I think that's important is just having flexibility with your partner and being understanding because it's very rare that I ever hear partners or couples be on the same page exactly with their get out of debt plan Mm -hmm. because even with us, you would be okay with draining all of our savings just to get out of debt and then just starting over from scratch. Whereas for me, that thought makes me sweat. <laughs> but, <laughs> let's not leave it with all the savings. I'm always going to want to keep a a certain amount set aside just for whatever. Yeah, and that number mistakes. that number has not moved. Whereas yeah. for me, I want that number to keep growing. And you're like, this is our set savings. We just keep it this way. It doesn't have to grow until we get out of debt. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm like, ah, I had to work to 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 be okay with that. And um, I think another way that we kind of had to work together was we have a joint account, but I also realized early in our marriage that I needed my own account mm-hmm. so that he wouldn't be asking me about how many times I go to the sushi spot. Because it's none of, it's, it's none of your business. I still see it, though. It's, it's none of your business. Anyway, so while some couples might be okay with having joint accounts and seeing what flows in and, and what flows out, for me, it did not work for us to maintain a healthy relationship. Because even though I am... Yeah, it's just my fun money. But even though I'm, I feel like I'm more of the creative. You are very analytical, and so like every every day, even though I'm in finance, he was the bookkeeper who's what is it called reconciling all of our spending at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and having to reconcile spending every single day, asking about what I spent money on. 
What is this? I'm grown. (laughs) So for us, it just helped to have our own separate accounts. Well, my own separate account, because I think you still just work out of the the joint account. But I needed my own money Mm -hmm. so that I didn't have to be questioned about what I spend um, and when I spend it. But I think setting up some ground rules along with the common goals kind of really helped us get to where we needed to be. I agree with that. Um, And the fun money, just to touch on that, it helps because, yes, I get very focused on the task and anything that's outside of that, what I consider, hey, this is where the focus needs to be, can be cause friction, be problematic. So just going into it saying, all right, we're not going to put 100% of the money towards this. You have an account on the side just for fun money, if that's shopping, if that's food, whatever you decide it's for. We just pretend like that. That was never part of the budget. Right. And so you go have a good time with that. And then we can focus on, let's say whatever it is, the other 80% of the income. Let's budget all that and, and get focused on our goals. And yeah, it did just start with the debt snowball and, and going from there and, you know, wrapping that up and now getting into, uh, was it saving three to six of our, three to six months of our, Income. Living expenses. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say for um, those of you who are having the money discussions and who are working to set common goals, set common goals that you can actually attain. Yeah. Um, I mean, while we did set the long term goal of getting out of debt, that is our long term goal. We also had a lot of short term goals as well. So paying off a credit card within the next three months or, you know, paying down, you know, the car in within a year. Like we had different milestones that kept us motivated. Mm -hmm. But I think it helped that we agreed on the milestones and we agreed on certain splurges. So even though it may have seemed like the cruise was a distraction. Because I found out after the fact. Well, it was a deal. And it's for the family. That's not always the answer. It was a deal. The it's point is, a deal. so allow flexibility. <laughs> <for> allow, <laughs> allow the plan to change mm-hmm. and not be so rigid on this is the plan and we cannot bend. So allowing flexibility, allowing room for your partner to say, hey, I want to do this even though it's not part of the plan. And, you know, as long as it's not super wild. Yeah, because okay we've, we've, we've done that. Pause on the plan. I remember us maybe a couple years ago, uh, month after month, basically all the money was budgeted for certain things. And we just said, hey, I know we've been looking at the couch. You want to put the budget on plan, um, budget on pause and go ahead and just purchase this couch we've been looking at. I know we did that one month. Okay. And then next month, got back to it. Uh, Earlier episode, I think we spoke about purchasing the TV, similar situation where Month after month, you have a plan that you're working, but it's like, okay, well, put it on pause for this month. Let's do something that we consider enjoyable and pick it back up next month. This way, neither person's getting burnt out because, and that's what you shared with me a long time ago. It's hard for her to stick with it when she's working as much as she was working, but feeling like I still don't have any money. Right. Because it's always going towards a bill or paying something off. 
So it's realizing that the reward for her and being able to make sure she's getting that reward to to keep her motivated. And the savings for us, I think, is another reward for me, because while I'm um, big on how much we can save in a matter, I think you're big on how much we can save as far as our interest payments and things in a matter. So it's different forms of saving. Yeah. Um, So I know in the beginning he talked about, don't forget the coupons. Uh, Don't forget the coupon. When I was, I had to be like eight months, eight or nine months pregnant. And we were doing our last minute shopping um, for our son, preparing for his arrival. And I was exhausted. Out of breath. Just, okay. One of those pregnancies where you can barely talk. Let's. No, tell the story. Walking around the store. um, We were at Target. Walking around the store. She was tired. Uh, eight months pregnant, so imagine that. And I said, Why don't you go sit on the bench? They got those benches at the front of the store. I'll stand in line, pay for the stuff, or head on out. And that's what she said to me, almost like in one of those voices, like, You're about to pass out. These are your last words. And it came across like, Don't forget the coupons. <laughs> coupons are important, okay? Especially during that time. We didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> Well, save those four dollars. <laughs> the coupons were important. <laughs> oh goodness! So yes, different different levels of savings, saving different levels of spending. You have to make sure that you're communicating your financial language with your partner because there is a financial language. Because mm-hmm. when I say "Hey, let's save," it's different from your definition of "Hey, let's save." So. Yeah, making sure that you have the same common goals, making sure that you're communicating, making sure that you work the plan that works best for you. Yeah, talk it through. Yeah. Um, if you if you don't agree with separate bank accounts, that might not be for you. But as for me and my house, okay, this is what worked for us. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add? No, I mean, that's that. that's it in a nutshell. Well, let's get into this week's Kiss and Connect. Mm-hmm, what you got? So this week's Kiss and Connect is to go camping in your backyard. Whoa. Oh, well, if you're like me and you like to experience nature from indoors, you can go camping in your living room. You just put the tent by the window? Yeah, so you can see the house and you can see the trees, <laughs> but you still got the air conditioning and the heat, you know. Flowing throughout. So, yes, that is this week's Kiss and Connect dating activity. How many sleeping bags? Oh, I need to know. Here we go. I need some <laughs> body heat. <laughs> when y'all get done connecting on that camping trip, connect with us at Garden Life Marriage Facebook and, in- and Instagram. You got a show idea, email it up over to us, info at gardenlifemarriage.com. And tune in next time where we talk about newlyweds, the first newlyweds. year or two of marriage. Mm, mm, mm. Marriage? Marriage is a journey, especially for newlyweds. <laughs> Plan accordingly. <laughs> See y'all next time.